0: It's cold and-
1: Good afternoon. This is Evelyn Pringle. Welcome to Trish and Evie's Focus on the Facts. Today, my co-host, Patricia Negron, or Trish, and I are going to discuss the methods of genocide taking place across the United States right now through the forced vaccinations of children, through the use of GMO foods and pesticides, and the toxic drinking water all across the country, and the geoengineered weather warfare being waged against us, including the chemtrail spraying all over the entire nation. We have all been lied to by the CDC, and our children's health is being destroyed by corporate greed and fraudulent science. In the U.S. today, we now have more one-day infant deaths than in any other industrialized nation in the world, and experts attribute this in large parts to the vaccines that infants get starting on their first day of life. In addition, more American women are dying of pregnancy-related complications than in any other developed country. Only in the U.S. has the rate of women who die being, been rising. The U.S. has the highest vaccination rates than any other country, and American children are experiencing epidemic levels of chronic diseases, including autism, attention deficit disorder, learning disabilities, autoimmune disorders, diabetes, asthma, epilepsy, and allergies. In 1986, we only had three licensed vaccines in the U.S., MMR, polio, and DTAP. Today we have 11 licensed vaccines given 36 times the children before their fifth birthday. The government's mandatory vaccine recommendations have transformed the vaccine market from $1 billion in 1986 to $44 billion in 2017. Annual immunization costs have risen from $100 per child in 1986 to $2,192 per child in 2015, according to the CDC. The documentary Vax confirmed everything I've already knew through my research of the profiteering vaccine industry. I started investigating the links between vaccines and autism in 2003 and I wrote many articles and reports on my findings. The CDC has never conducted any studies comparing children who received vaccine versus children who never received vaccine. The CDC has also never studied the adverse effects of combining so many vaccines and giving them to infants, sometimes with four shots and one office visit. Vax only looked at the MMR vaccine, but think about how many other vaccines have never been studied. The MMR causes autism, but who is to say that all the other vaccines do not cause autism as well? So today, we'll also cover the high cost of health care in the United States and the horrible results that patients are receiving from this health care. And we'll also discuss the many drugs that are being prescribed to pregnant women that are causing birth defects. And towards the end of the show, if we have time, Trish will cover world news and give us the latest news on the U.S.-funded wars and genocide all over the globe. So welcome to the show, Trish.
2: Hi, Evelyn. It's glad to be back.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Well, we've had a rough time getting this show out, these vaccines.
2: <laughs> yes, we have.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: so I, but, um, I'm glad we got through this,
1: Yeah, I'll tell you, we have um, horrible news out of the, uh, England today. I found an article that said um, that a school in England has 17 children who are changing gender. As teachers say, vulnerable pupils are being tricked into believing they are the wrong sex. But these... Children are autistic, so they're turning our autistic children into transgenders. This you is- know,
2: one of the things that seems so uh, that is especially alarming about that to me is that you know these these are minor children who are undergoing a permanent process that can't be reversed. I mean, if are if you're being given these hormones. Um, during puberty you can't undo that damage and you know now we're looking at a whole generation of children who are being undergoing these processes to which they could not possibly reasonably consent no child should be able to consent to that kind of radical treatment until they're an adult and can choose it with a full and clear executive function in place. But you know, that is it's just shocking beyond belief and it shows that it goes well beyond the US borders this practice of targeting vulnerable individuals with these therapies that are not only not appropriate but designed entirely to 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 enrich the pharmaceutical companies at the expense oh, of these children.
1: Right? Right. Well, this this teacher that uh, reported this, she's she wants to remain anonymous because now, you know, anybody that speaks up against the transgender movement, you know, gets bitched at and gets fired if you speak out against right. it. You know, but she's but she wanted people to know what they're pulling here with these autistic children. And she says she, she doesn't believe that the autistic children, she believes that they're being brainwashed by the transgender movement. Into thinking, you know, and these in these autistic children, yes, they are not okay in the mind, you know. These children, like you say, underage like this, it shouldn't happen to any children underage. But doing this to these right. autistic children, you know, they can convince them of anything. So the transgender lobby is is pulling this, and and it's so it's horrible it. because she has to be afraid to even speak out because they'll fight her and stuff if she says what they're doing in the school. And this is one right. Well, you know the pharma
2: oh. lobby is is more powerful than the big oil lobby now at least in the United yes. States. They spend more than big oil by a factor of 2, I believe, if not more. And so, you know, any even, you know, those who come forward, we saw a woman recently whose story was told she was a former um she was working at the National Cancer Institute, who tried to come forward with information about vaccines. And, you know, they, these people, if they can't, if they're often arrested if they speak out. And if the police manage to conjure up some charges against them or use the threat of charges to convince them to retract their statements or their research, then their careers are destroyed systematically they are destroyed and bankrupted by the system should they not um you know bend to their will in terms of towing the party line on the use of these these vaccines and drugs on the public at large. And and as you've pointed out so many times, this you know, the evidence is just piling up in every corner that it's undeniable at this point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, now there was a report out this morning, too. Oh, shoot. I hope I probably didn't write that article down, but there's a hospital in. um, Oh, yeah, I got I did. I did make notes of it. A major Florida children's hospital is now refusing all unvaccinated children at John Hopkins, all children's hospital in Florida is sent out a letter that they're going to um refuse all vaccinated children they're going to give them a, the clinic will give a 90 day notice to those of current out of compliance to rectify their situation so wow. the, you know and then and then in New Jersey it was yesterday i think that uh, the teachers put out a put out a letter saying they aren't going back to school if, if unvaccinated children are allowed in the schools
2: oh my god so, and you know yes, that this, the- the logic is so twisted because supposedly if your child is vaccinated, then they're not at risk. So why would they exactly. be concerned about children who aren't? And you, the, the real irony is that whenever there is a, an outbreak of disease, it's always among the vaccinated population.
1: Always. That's right. That's right. That's right. And so now, you know, that, that, study that came out that said how they didn't um they didn't, haven't done any studies you know on the vaccinated children versus the unvaccinated they were that was in 1986 they they signed on to that because um they wanted that pass that bill passed so that they would have immunity from any lawsuits from vaccine the pharmaceutical industry and so you know that uh they were supposed to submit these uh these studies every two years to congress and haven't right, done the one
2: surveys so we yes. go
1: from, from have yeah yeah, we haven't done one when we only had three vaccines when this went into effect. And now, what did I say up here that we had now? And they haven't 11. done any studies. 11, yeah. So they haven't done any studies on that or done any studies, like I said, to see how these vaccines react when you give them all at once to a child. Stuff. Haven't done any. So that's how many years, right. 1986 till now. We should have had a study First every year. two years on these vaccines. Yeah. And so here we are. You know, Robert F. Kennedy yep. is the one that filed that lawsuit to find that out. You know, and and it's great. He won that lawsuit, but I think the win is that he found this out, but they never did these studies and everything. But what do we do from here?
2: Right. That's the thing, Evelyn, is that there's no, there's no recourse. And, you know, even, even as I found out myself when I went to our local water um, municipal provider, and showed them the evidence that fluoride is not only not effective in the water system but it is in fact poisoning our children and yet nothing happened not, there's no alarm our, our society has been completely desensitized to these kinds of developments and discoveries so that even when we do find out a shocking truth such as what you just described it, it falls flat, and people are utterly deaf to the implications and are, are unalarmed, which is, I guess, the whole point of all of this medicating and fluoridation and geoengineering is to create a complacent population, and it, it seems as though, you know, that's what we are at the moment.
1: Oh, yes, the United States, the worst. I mean, we, we have more vaccines than any other country all over. You know, and these vaccines that they, they give kids, you know, they're not accepted in other countries because they don't have these problems. I think it's like the rotor, uh, bus, rotor virus vaccine or something. That's for countries that have bad cases of diarrhea in children because they have poor health. You know, they don't have good sanitation and stuff is why right. And so other, right and, it's and the solution is vaccine. not
2: a vaccine, the solution no. is good sanitation
1: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, so the United States has this vaccine, and it's real expensive, you know, and they, they add these to yeah. the list, you know, and for the well, like we said, how much forty four going from one billion in in nineteen eighty six to forty four billion market in two thousand and seventeen yeah. And that, that's, that's because huge. the CDC just kept adding all these vaccines to the, to the market. And, and the prices on these vaccines, I, up here I, I quoted, you know, that it's $2,119 for child in 2015 versus $100 for child in 1986. But I have to believe that that price is higher than that. I mean, those yeah. vaccines are like 300 and some for the vaccine. Yeah. You know, yeah. for the vaccines. That's, that's one vaccine that you're giving me. Well, and, and go we ahead. see, go ahead, Evelyn. No, I, I, I was just saying that you go ahead because, but they're charging for these vaccines now, you know, and the price and that, and that's never up for debate.
0: You right. know, the
1: prices that they're charging for these vaccines. And, and I'll stick this in here, here that uh, this, this guy, I think his last name was Best. Was, was used to work at Pfizer, and then he was working at Department of Health and Social Services and trying to lower the prices on pharma drugs and stuff. And now um, yep. he turns up dead. But uh, they rule it a suicide. He beat himself to death. He's all beat up. Right. And they rule it a suicide. You know, yeah, they're killing they off anybody that's, that's trying to help us. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is well done, it's it. okay.
2: Yeah. As you pointed out, too, the evidence simply does not support mass vaccination. We, The U.S., our children, as you pointed out, are the most vaccinated in the world by two or three times. And we have the highest infant death rate in the world. Right. Yet right. we, you look at a country like Japan that has the lowest. Vaccination rate in the number of vaccines that are given to children, and they have the highest infant survival rate. So, you know, right. there, there is no logic to the pro- program except that it makes the pharmaceutical companies money. And yet, you know, you don't hear a word from the CDC anytime this evidence comes out. You were told, oh, no, there's nothing to worry about. They, they're they there to cover for the industry, to protect their profits, and do nothing to protect Americans from the adverse effects of these programs. And what you described, too, in Florida about um, the Johns Hopkins uh, Associated Hospital, um, that just is a precursor toward forced vaccination, like mandatory oh, vaccination. And and these are poisons that have not, again, as you pointed out, have never been proven safe, ever. There is no evidence right. to support their safety, not, not one shred of it.
1: No, no. And these vaccines, yes, they are causing these illnesses. I mean, like epilepsy. Uh, I think it was like... Uh, One out of five children now under the age of five has epilepsy. Now, epilepsy is unheard heard of when I was a kid. Yeah. And so then they got to take these drugs, you know, that are horrible for them. You know, and and this is caused by the vaccines. And, you know, all these other rates of all these other health problems in children, you know, it's unbelievable. Uh, Dyslexia, epilepsy, SIDS, allergies, hyperactivity, uh, just ADHD, ear ear infections is a big one. You know, yep. um, you, you hear so often kids having to get tubes in their ears and everything like this. This is all yep. by these vaccines. And now they are turning up the nozzle and trying everything they can do to, to get us, to get everybody vaccinated. To
2: force us into that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. Yep.
2: No, there's and, way and, too much money to be made.
1: Yes. And these flu vaccines, how they're pushing these flu vaccines on everybody. Is it unbelievable? Yeah. I mean, any any yep. shopping center or something you go to, there's the signs. Get your flu vaccines, you know. And yep. I don't go that often, but if I did. I went the other day. I had to go pick up something at Walmart. Well, i pick up this phone. And um, when I want something cheap, otherwise I don't go there. And they had a vaccine a booth there. And I was hoping that somebody was there and they would say something to me, you know, so I could go off. Yeah. But there wasn't anybody <laughs> at the booth. <laughs> and I, yeah. I wanted them to be there. The flu vaccine compensation paid for settlements for the vaccine court for injuries or deaths due to the vaccines are highest with the flu vaccine and compromising more settlements than all other vaccines currently approved for the U.S. market combined. More settlements for the flu vaccine, and now they're giving them to pregnant women.
2: I, and it's women, okay, there go. was an article that was just posted that women are seven times more likely to miscarry after getting the flu shot. Yet they're telling oh, us sorry. we're perfectly safe, and they really push them on, win, you know, pregnant women, the elderly, and, and, and infirm, when they're the ones yeah. most at risk from adverse um, effects. Yeah, seven times more likely to miscarry
1: with a flu shot. Yeah, Right. Right, and they're not approved. These flu shots—they say right on the insert that they have never been tested in pregnant women. Stuff, but the CDC yeah. is out there now telling pregnant women to get these shots, and it's not, there's other shots too they're telling them to get when they're pregnant. Right, so, right. And, and my now, understanding and the, is that. Go ahead.
2: That my understanding is that more um, people who get the flu vaccine wind up with the flu than people who don't get the flu vaccine.
1: Well they do, absolutely, absolutely. And anymore, it's not the flu anything that people get these these chest you know, chest ailments, infections, pneumonia Mm -hmm. and all that. It's from the chemtrail spring that everybody's living under. It's not the flu.
2: No, it's true. We've been so deceived. It's just mind boggling. Oh. And, and it's, it's so hard for people who are just hearing it for the first time to really wrap their heads around the, the level of corruption and greed. And it, it makes it hard to confront. But, you know, unless we do, we are all doomed and cannot, simply cannot afford to hide from this. I mean, every, every person needs to be fighting against it because we are in serious trouble, serious oh, yes. trouble.
1: And, and when we say, you know, who hasn't submitted these reports to Congress, it's our own Health and Human Services Department that hasn't done That's this. That's right. Not, it's not, it wasn't the vaccine industry that was supposed to do this. So we're sitting right. here, and I'm, um, you know, from 1986 hey, to the now, agency. not done any. It's,
2: it's, yeah, <laughs> They're not doing their, what they're, they're being paid to do, and, and they're not even required to do the studies. All they're, all they're supposed to do is review whatever studies have been done over a two-year period and submit a summary to Congress. And they did not even do that. And the big question is why? And you have to ask yourself if there was even study data for them to review. Because as you, again, have said, none of these have been tested for safety. So how could they do a safety study review if there isn't any such data out there to begin with, right?
1: Right, exactly. You know, and I did an article on this, um oh I back it was oh gosh, it's probably been ten years ago. It was um we were trying to get the C D C to do a, a study of vaccinated versus unvaccinated children and they they were claiming you know there were not enough unvaccinated children to do this. Well then Dan Elmstead, um from autism um network had went out uh-huh. and, and uh reviewed the Amish communities. Okay and and found out that they don't vaccinate and so there wasn't no there wasn't any autism in these children you know and he went in ohio and pennsylvania and i think in wisconsin and he went to a doctor that um, had treated um this community and everything and he said he never had any um children with autism because he did, he doesn't vaccinate and and he he knows this you know, clear and simple. And yeah. there's like one or two children that turned up that had autism, but they had been um, they had been adopted from China, I believe it was, and they had been vaccinated. Uh, so, but otherwise, wow. as far as those communities know, because they don't submit to this vaccination, right? So right. it's pretty scary, I'll tell you. And now, you know, there was this article, too, that said the feds propose more vaccine dangers for pregnant females and their fetuses, but guaranteed complete legal liability protection for vaccine makers. Yeah, they're trying to get pregnant women to get these vaccines and and lose their babies. Yeah, they want them to get flu vaccines and diphtheria, pertussis, and tetanus are recommended for pregnant women by the CDC. Oh,
2: my God. Even
1: though they exist in a legal gray area that this regulation intended to resolve, the package insert required and approved by the FDA of all flu shots and DPT shots clearly state the safety and efficacy of the product on pregnant women is not known. But they're out here, and this is an article from September of this year. So they're out here pushing these vaccines on pregnant women. And they not, not they're not approved for pregnant women. No,
2: they they are so, outright lying and deceiving the public on a massive scale. It's it's horrifying. It is a truly a nightmare. And you the the Gardasil vaccine that you mentioned earlier has been um, shut off in several countries now, where they're finding it's contaminated with a hormone that is causing. Women to become permanently sterile, and and right. in addition to causing other serious injuries, and um, yet they're still pushing it all over the U.S. I mean, constantly on on yeah. children to to address a potential cancer that is lethal in only a tiny percentage of cases. Yet we've seen 400 reported sudden deaths just in the U.S. from Gardasil, and more than 80,000 injuries. And these are serious injuries that are permanent disabilities these people have to live with, including sterility, as well as things like having to live on ventilators and being paralyzed and really very serious injuries. Yet it's continued. I took my son for their... They had to get their physicals to go back to school. And their physician, you know, insisted to me that they're perfectly safe, that these vaccines are perfectly safe. And he had no, clearly yeah. had no idea what he was talking about. Because, you know, just this year, Robert Kennedy found that, you know, the Health and Human Services had done nothing to evaluate that for the public as required.
1: Right, I know it and you know that and they never they never um put out how much they pay out this vaccine court. Right. Know? But right. It's, it's it's close to four billion dollars now. That's incredible. And that's not paid wow. that's covered by us. That's not paid by the vaccine industry. We have to pay that. So wow.
2: what a scam. Yeah. What a scam. Oh
1: no kidding. But some of these prices on these vaccines, I'll go over some of them. That Prevnar, that was, um, that was the one for vaccinating infants against pneumonia and meningitis. It was added to the vaccine schedule and, and, uh, despite its cost, $320 for four dose regimen. And so th- by 2016, that vaccine had made two, $2.3 billion in one year. And then Gardasil, right. That was approved and, that costs $360 for three doses. So there's two of them. That's $680 for two vaccines. <laughs> you know, that's for one child. Wow. This is getting that's so incredible. insane. You know, that um, they're, they're poisoning our children and they are really making a profit out of it. Tremendous profit. And they just keep adding more vaccines to this schedule.
2: You have to wonder where it's all going to end because when women are losing their children at such a clip and then, you know, faced with all of these disabilities and injuries, it's just you really have to wonder, you know, there is going to be a breaking point, but you really have to wonder where we will find it because it's, it's already... At crisis levels, as you have pointed out very clearly with those statistics, and um, you know what you you what is it going to take for heaven's sake?
1: Right, right. Well, J.D. Hanley, he's the co-founder of Generation Rescue, and he said that um, that when he would ask around and try to find out how much these pediatricians were getting from the vaccine industry, that up to eighty percent of the revenue comes from giving vaccines. Right, the I remember you telling facts. me
2: that, and and they have yeah. to meet certain minimums, don't they, with their practice in order to qualify?
1: Yeah, explain that for those. I, subjects? I don't have that down, Pat. Yeah, they get like four hundred thousand dollars or something. If if
2: I, so many of their I don't have, are. Yeah, they. I, as far as I understand, the way the program works is that you have to achieve something like eighty percent vaccination rates among your practice. So across the children that your your office treats, um, they they require a certain minimum vaccination rate. And then if you don't meet that, you don't get this annual subsidy that most of these doctor's offices now depend upon heavily in order to maintain their practices. And if they're patient population does not meet those minimums and they don't get those bonuses. They practices have gone under because of that. So oh, sure. the doctors themselves are highly motivated to push these vaccines and pretend they're safe and just listen to what they're being told without actually doing the research themselves.
1: Right? And, and, you know, within the medical industry, you know, the vaccine or the pharmaceutical industry puts up all these front groups. You know, all of these. I mean, everything. from uh, They got uh, every child but two. They got, uh, well, even the American, all these American uh, Public Health Association, the American Medical Association, the American Academy of Family Physicians. They're all front groups for the pharmaceutical industry. I wrote this article back when they, they... all these all these um groups when they when this lawsuit went to the Supreme Court over an autism case, they all they all filed amicus briefs briefs and stuff in favor of the pharmaceutical industry. Right all these, like the American Medical Association, Academy of Family Physicians and everything. So I went through in this article and I found out how much these drug companies were given to these places, you know. And I can't you know even five yeah combined total of five million dollars from Pfizer and Two thousand nine and another eight hundred and fifty six thousand from Wyatt for this like American Academy of family physicians wow. and then and then and, then the, and this was in two thousand ten Pfizer gave the family physician group another one million three hundred and thirty four thousand dollars and this is the amount of money they're giving these American Medical Association received grants were seven hundred and fifty one thousand Pfizer five hundred thousand from wyatt and american and 447000 from Pfizer in the first two quarters of 2010. This is the kind of money they're giving. Pharmaceuticals yeah. are giving these well, same
2: with the, Yeah, and the and American And then they Central gang Social up on the people that
1: have been injured by these vaccines, like in the Supreme oh, Court, yeah. filing all these briefs, supporting the vaccine makers. You know, they've set this right. up. Boy, they've really come over on us, gotten over on us, buying all this sure have. people out. You know, and then on the other side, amicus briefs—you know—were filed from, from, you know, private people against the autism and everything, but they don't have any money behind them. (laughs) You know, all the people that are fighting against this are fighting against these front groups that the pharmaceutical industry has put up. Yep. It's true. No, it's the same with the fluoride
2: situation with the American Dental yeah. Association. You know, people hear that name and think, oh, that's the agency that's looking out for my dental health. Well, no, it's a lobbying group for the, it's a, it's a branch of the pharmaceutical and chemical industries. They're the ones pushing the fluoride in the uh, toothpaste and the water systems because the Companies that fund the American Dental Association make money on that. That I so you know they're not they're not unbiased in the least. And there was this um, in 2015, there was published a review by the Cochrane Collaboration, which is um, considered the gold standard. What they do is review research on topics, they don't do the research themselves, but they evaluate which studies are legitimate, they separate them out, and then they analyze each of those studies for their findings. And when they reported their findings in this 2015 article, they said they had evaluated all of the available research on the fluoridation of water and its impact on cavities. They found Only two studies that addressed this issue in children, and even those two studies found no effect on cavities. So this is the top review group that is relied upon by by, um, municipalities around the world for their to help guide their public policy, like, do we fluoridate the water? And so, yet, despite this, the um, Cochrane Collaboration went to the American Dental Association that continues to assert on its webpage that there are, quote, thousands of studies that prove the effectiveness of fluoridated water, and they could not get a response from the American Dental Association regarding the existence of those supposed thousands of studies that this research group could not find
1: and, right. and I was say, I would two. like to see one of those studies i 've never seen yep. a study that said that that fluoride helps us.
2: nope, there isn 't one that they could find <laughs> and, and oh no. and yet even still, when you have a respected group that has done the, the actual work to evaluate the research and concluded unequivocally that it does not help. You know, the, the municipalities themselves are like, oh, wow, you know, they don't even respond. They just continue yes. fluoridating the water.
1: What is wrong with us in this country? Why can't we uh, you even know, stop that? <laughs>
2: we have been so manipulated it really is shocking as you look around to see you know these examples of where parents should be hysterical about this and demanding that the fluoridation stop now you know especially when in this same review this gold standard um, group determined that not only were these fluoride, the fluoridation of municipal water systems not reducing cavities, they they determined that sixty percent of African American children are being poisoned actively. Yeah. By this fluoridation yeah. and 35% of Caucasian children. I mean, and it's not even reducing cavities. Who in their right mind would even agree to that if someone said to you, you know, this is poisonous to your child, but it will prevent cavities. What parent would agree to that?
1: None. That's I don't think none, any of us but... ever did.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and and then not in, not only that, not only did they find that children are being systematically poisoned by this, but the effects of the poisoning include ADHD, um, bone deformations, and um, reduced thyroid um, function.
1: Right.
2: So now the, the question is, okay, here's this substance. We're going to poison your children cause them ADHD, bone malformations. Oh, the other thing I forgot was lowered IQ. It's going to lower your child's right. IQ. And, right. But it, it, it might reduce their cavities. Again, what right. parent would agree to that? But we're, you know even when presented with it now, we are so programmed to listen to these fake agencies that insist to us that all of this is perfectly safe we don't even bat an eyelash. And and I think it also has to do with the effects of all of these chemicals. I, I think they, you know, just as I pointed out, fluoridation reduces IQ. So, right. you know, there are right. going to be fewer people who are able to process that information in such a way that they can even recognize that it's, you know, a threat.
1: Right, right. It, well, this is the thing that bothers it, me that, you know, as Americans, we can't even demand an end to that fluoride in the water, which we know is so harmful to everybody, you know, and the fluoride in the water that just goes in with the toxic water that they're feeding to all of us. You know, I mean, yeah, look, right. there's lead in the water all over the country, you know, and then the fluoride and then all the pharmaceutical drugs are in the are in the drinking water now. I mean, and you, you think about that when you add all these different pharmaceutical drugs in the drinking water and then combine it with the fluoride and lead and everything else. We're being poisoned. It's straight-out genocide what they're doing to us in this country and our drinking water.
2: Oh, yeah, there's absolutely no question about it. Again, that study that I just, you know, this review by the Cochrane Collaboration just on the fluoride proves that we are being poisoned and our children are being poisoned. I mean, that's hard evidence right there. It's right. not theory at all. And as you said, no. like with the vaccines, you know, all these payments have been made, yet somehow they're still totally safe. How does that work? You know? Oh, right. Exactly. How can they be totally exactly. safe if you're paying out billions in damages to children injured by vaccines?
1: Right. So, right. And, and, you know, and they, and they, they stop from reporting these statistics and everything, too. You know, that you haven't really worked to go and find out this information anymore, how much they're paying out for these settlements and everything. Right. And in this country, we have the highest health care in the world, and we have the worst results of any industrialized country. You know, this is getting yeah, so, how's that for- so expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's the most expensive place on the planet to have a good birth for a child, and our outcomes, what we see. The right, average out-of-pocket right. cost for a vaginal birth or C-section in the U.S. is 40 to 60% higher, respectively, than in Switzerland. In most parts of the world, it costs nothing or is next to nothing to give birth. There's any expense, right. they're nominal compared to states. According to data from the nonprofit Fair Health, national average charge for a vaginal delivery in this country is $12,290, and a national average charge for a C-section is 16907 So... And what we're doing here is, go ahead.
2: Well, and to your point about that, there was um, some of the research that you shared with me showed that the number of, as the number of cesarean sections exploded over a 20-year period, the the maternal death rate tripled. At the same time, mm-hmm. I mean, and now we are standing at three times the rate of our peers for maternal deaths. Like, what the hell kind of system yeah. is that? To be,
1: yeah, it says, to have,
2: you know, mothers here, you, dying, given birth, for heaven's sake. Oh,
1: Right, and and it says here that the U.S. infant mortality rate, that means deaths under one year of age per 1,000 births, are 71% higher than the comparable country average. 71%. Up here, it said out of 200 and some countries that they measured for this, that the U.S. ranked 170. Now, do you know how wow. many countries that we consider third world countries, you know, have, that a, have better have
2: outcomes a, than we do? Yes. 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 Yep. And lower costs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, this said um, in 2014, this is an article, it said 69% of all infant deaths in the U.S. were attributed to 10 leading causes. The top two causes were congenial malformations and low birth weight, accounting for about thirty eight percent of all infant deaths in the US. Well, these the vaccines and then the drugs that they are giving these children and everything, you know, contribute to these malformations. They give to the pregnant mothers these right. malformations and no birth weight. And now they're, you know, promoting the vaccines, so that's definitely going to um up the birth rate, you know. I mean up the infant right. dying at birth. So they do this stuff under our noses, you know, and if you're not researching, you never even know this, that now they're telling um, pregnant women to get vaccinated and stuff. I mean, the average person doesn't know that they're pulling this stuff, and it's all for profits. And this bit, yeah, yeah, of the women dying in this country, I mean, like um, prescribing those SSRI antidepressants to pregnant women, those cause horrible birth defects. Glasgow smith Klein had Paxil. And they paid out close to a billion dollars to resolve lawsuits from um, that came it came on the market in, in 1992, and um, so they had 600 cases of birth defects in um, in this class action lawsuit against them, and they were for heart deformities. And uh, they put the first case. What they do? They put one of the cases on trial to see how it'll go. Well, the first case that went on trial. They awarded the the family two point five million dollars in compensatory damages, and he was born with three cardiac birth defects. And I followed and I followed that trial and I reported on it like six articles I think on it. And it, they really explained what happened with the serotonin. That's what these um, that's what these antidepressants do. They affect the serotonin in the brain. And um, the expert David Healy from the UK testified, and he explained how the serotonin is regulated by the mother's body. That's very important to the, um, to the creation of organs in the body. And with the mother, and I say it's programmed by the guy upstairs is um, her body releases enough um, serotonin for these fetuses until the fetus is old enough to produce its own. So the mother's body is responsible for, for supplying the um, serotonin to the baby. And and it's important in, in creating the heart and, in Different organs well, when they give they mess with the serotonin with these um, antidepressants, well, that messes up with the good lord's plan for the the mother to supply the serotonin to the fetus until it's old enough to supply its own, and right. so what they've done um th- this is what caused the heart defects the the yeah. the organs aren't they aren't created properly because of oh. them messing with that serotonin. And so anyhow, they won that first case. Well, then they went ahead and settled for a bunch of money with all the other cases because they seen how clear it was that the jury got it. David Healy is not an right. expert witness. He really explains things so well. So anyways, all those SSRI antidepressants that they're, and, and, you know, and, and they were telling them to feed them to these pregnant women. And this is the thing. After we find this stuff out, like you were saying before, it never stops. They just go right ahead. Yeah. They keep And no it.
2: one goes to jail. No one no. ever goes to no. jail, ever, or gets no. fired. Nothing ever.
1: Right. It's right. horrifying. Yes, and and Doctor Healy really explained. I, I put out these articles, and one of them was how they spread it through all the doctors in this country. How they had a direct plan, and he showed them. And then all the doctors that were on their payroll at all these universities, because then they have at these major universities, they have these quacks um, publish these studies. You know, and they, right. and they always leave out the bad stuff, you know, the rigged studies too. And, and and they're saying to go ahead and prescribe these to pregnant women and stuff. And then they have the pharma uh, reps go around to all the doctors and hand out these studies, you know, that really don't prove anything because they're rigged to begin with and uh, right. that it's healthy to prescribe these to pregnant women and stuff. So they had this whole charade they carried out how they convinced all these doctors to prescribe these SSRI antidepressants to pregnant women. Just horrible, just horrible. And then he shows nobody goes to jail. Nope, nope. At these universities and shit. And then they put out these rigged studies. You know that later on are proven that they're rigged. You know, but here again, the pharmaceutical industry funds all these studies. And so the other side, there's nobody funding researchers like me or 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 scientists, researchers to do these studies to find the true results and stuff. You know, so it takes years and years before the true results come out. But by that time. So many people have been harmed, right? And and for for
2: people who have a hard time believing that that <sighs> it's possible for a, a lobby to control the um, the research that's being done, uh, the the founder of the Weather Channel has come forward. He had sold it after he left there. He's a scientist himself. Has said that. You know, it's a similar thing with climate change. Unless you're prepared to, uh, to produce a study that confirms what's already being discussed about climate change, you can't get funding. So, you know, he, there's no one ever, as you pointed out, there's no funding for anyone challenging this. And again, those people who do, even within the system, at the CDC, at the National um, Cancer Institute, as this woman recently was reported on in 2009, she discovered that um, a vaccine had a retrovirus in it that was carrying the cancer to, to uh, right. the people who had received it. There were 25 million of these vaccines given. And not only did the CDC do nothing with her study in 2009, in 2011, when another uh, scientist came forward with a study that confirmed the results of her study, she was arrested upon this. This was two years later, and just upon the time that this guy's own research was published, they arrested her, demanded she retract her uh, science and and study, and when she refused, they kept her for five days in jail, never having charged her with anything. They couldn't come up with anything to charge her with, so they let her go and proceeded to systematically destroy her career and bankrupt her.
1: Sure. That's what they do. For her good work. I mean,
2: for her protecting sure. the public, doing her job.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah, I've sat back. You know, I've been in this battle about vaccines, and mainly because originally, you know, because of the autism epidemic, that that I've watched careers be destroyed. You know, uh, Andy Wakefield there in England, they destroyed his career. You know, David David Healy here, uh, um, um, the SSRI and the antidepressants they really tried to destroy his uh, career. In fact, they they. Got this uh, university in Canada that had hired him as a professor and everything to drop him after he gave this talk and this was way back in the late 90s, I think, or early 2000s, talking about Prozac causing all these birth defects and and suicide and everything else. You know that uh, right. the pharmaceutical industry got them to uh, cancel his contract for that, and I think he did. I think he did end up uh, suing them and getting some money out of that. But the idea is that they just destroy these doctors' careers. Oh, yeah. And and the medical industry goes along with them.
2: Yeah. Yep. Well, remember, there was the doctor, I think it's William Thompson, who was with the CDC and was the one who was uh, forced to um, doctor the (laughs) results of his Um, research which showed that the DTAP, the Sanofi DTAP, was causing autism. And the woman who was head of the CDC at the time ended up leaving the CDC and going to work for one of the pharmaceutical companies. And he was the one who ended up um, getting smeared and they tried to ruin him, but, but he managed to get Formal, wh- formal whistleblower protection, thankfully. He's still at the CDC, but they, they've effectively neutralized him and shut down all of the information of his research. Congress has done nothing. He submitted all, 30,000 pages of data to Congress to show them that this vaccination right. was causing all these injuries, and they have done exactly nothing
1: with it. right. I I had thought that that was the MMR vaccine, but that's a different vaccine.
2: Oh, you know, Evelyn, you might be right. I I,
1: I think, think it I is the MMR vaccine. Oh, that,
2: okay. Um. um, I, um
1: yeah, I, you, I'm you would know better sure than that. me. Yeah, and and um. So yeah, that he came out on that, and then there was a congressman from um, Texas, I think, that went before Congress and read off all his information and everything, and said how they had rigged the study. That it was a whole CDC team involved in this, not just him. Right. He was the only one that came forward and admitted it. You know, and that was right. I think that was from one of the people from Age of Autism too. And oh, so we find this stuff out, but we we can't do anything about it.
2: Yeah. Where where do you go after what's the head of the animal you're trying to, you know, decapitate? Right. <laughs> that's the, I, that's I just the have, challenge. Yeah.
1: And so all these all these drugs, other ones that were causing birth defects are these um ACE inhibitor drugs um are causing birth defects. And and um I don't know what can be done about this to stop it. I mean uh, how many people I mean, women have high blood pressure have been prescribed those drugs, you know, and they'd right. never think anything about it. The good doctor prescribed them. They can't be harmful. Another one was that I... Yeah, my
2: doctor would never do that,
1: yeah. No, no. That Accutane, that uh, acne medicine, was another one that caused horrible birth defects in children.
2: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Oh, yes, and so th- there's another one, and the same thing that it caused suicide in children. And so, but they wow. just keep... I think I think they've done some things about Accutane, at least about the um suicide. Because I think one member of Congress, his son had died after taking committed suicide when he was on that Accutane. And so he stepped in and had things done. You know. But yeah. birth defects are really costing the country a fortune. Um I had this report from two thousand seventeen that said birth defects total almost twenty three billion a year. This country. So when the pharmaceutical industry is is vaccinating parents and giving them all these drugs that cause it, then they're just it's just a racket. Just yeah. the and then the parents medical and the families complex. are
2: are saddled with ongoing medical costs that aren't covered. Oh yes, you know they oh, go yes. bankrupt just trying to care for their injured children.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know it in these it, in this bit with the autistic kids. I mean. I don't know what they do. I mean, I used to have people contact me. I had this uh, this minister contact me that um, with reports that they're so concerned because um, he had two children who were autistic, him and his wife, and they were getting older now, and he was concerned about who is going to take care of these children, you know, right. as adults because they're still autistic. When their very parents disabled. Died. Yeah. He said they couldn't even go to the grocery store to pick up milk and take a different route or anything. They have to go the exact same way. And all this stuff, and these kids, and then they were getting bigger in their teens, and the boy was um bigger than him, and the doctors prescribed him Risperdal, that antipsychotic Risperdal, and he got so violent on that that he would attack the father, and the father, this one time, he was attacking him, and he was running from and trying to get away, and he ran out of the house and tried to go to the neighbor's house, and the kid caught up with him and caught him and bit his finger off the top oh, of his God. finger off. This violent, so he's asking me, you know, what can they do? Who's going to take care of these kids? Something happens to him and his wife, and what are they going? What were they going to do? These kids got any more violent as they got older, you know? And you know, I get all kinds of these stories from these parents that
2: Uh, it's tragedy. I mean, we have children. We, yeah, we're going to have a big challenge on our hands in twenty years when. You know, these parents are unable to care for their kids anymore. I mean, you know, the good news, one of the things we can do, I think, Evelyn, is as parents and individuals is, you know, again, I guess that in the end, the power is with each of us as as individuals in refusing these vaccines and finding ways to boycott these industries. Um, it's becoming harder now with all the mandatory vaccinations and other, you know, programs that are being forced on us, but um, I, it really does seem our only opportunity to fight back is as individuals and on an individual level and cut them yeah. off from these resources because our, our, our federal administration is clearly set up to protect them, not to, um, not to regulate or monitor them. So, oh, um,
1: Well, I'll tell you they're the genocide. You know, of doing away with the population, it's working. And now the U.S. Yeah. fertility rate at its lowest point since records began in 2017. Since, since records, wow. since the CDC began starting keeping records in 1909, had the wow. lowest lowest birth rate. Yeah. So Americans are giving having fewer babies in U.S. birth and more of them are the dying. Yeah, right. Right. Well, I'll tell you here. It says the total number of babies born in the U.S. that have been probably, no, this was for 2015. Was 3,009, no, this was for 2017. Was 3,941 and 109. That's 37,388 fewer babies than were born in 2015. So that was in one year. Declined 37,388 in one year, and this really struck me before I looked this up because I was always keeping statistics of these birth rates because I would always tell people, you know, when pharma wanted to prescribe um vaccines or or uh get parents to give their children you know um drugs and stuff, that it was over four four, four million okay for years and years that I was writing about this. Well, now it's dropped yeah, I, down to 3,000. 941, and 109. That would have been, I believe, in 2016. So that's wow. an awful lot of... The birth rate has fallen an awful lot. Yeah. Limited,
2: yeah. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So, and the children you know, the that we The population they want... Are, Pardon? Uh, more of the children are dying. So more of yes. a smaller number of children are dying. And then the ones that survive. Many are injured permanently by these yeah. vaccination programs.
1: Yeah. And so this is just new. Well, of course, there might have been articles that this bit about uh, now that they're pushing pregnant women to get these other vaccines, you know, that um, and, they, and they know what's going on. So, I mean, this genocide is just right out in the open now, what they're doing. Yeah. What
2: they're yep. doing. And we're all agreeing and- to it, you know, by our
1: complicity you know we're not but but like you and me I mean we investigate this and we find all this out and everything but it's like what can we do yeah
2: yeah I honestly Evelyn I feel like it's I feel like you do it's kind of like well I'll just keep showing up and hope that in the end it makes a difference but I I think that's what we have to do and slowly people are waking up hopefully it'll be in time we just have to keep trying (sighs)
1: Okay, Trish. Did, well, we'll see you next week, people. Thanks for coming to the show.
0: Bye. and piece pieces, bloody and bruised. I feel so helpless and confused. Cause I hear screaming on the left, yelling on the right. I'm sitting in the middle trying to live my life. Cause I can't stop the war.